Here we go. Christmas Eve, 9 p.m. Yeah, we're a little late. It's because somebody was having dinner. How was dinner, Kevin? Or can Kevin hear me? That's the better question. Dinner was great. Okay, cool. I, well, I, you know, I couldn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to just because I knew I was like running into a lot of, I was running into like time, but, but yeah, it, it took a while to cook and I'm, I'm back. I'm with my family as well. Yes. So that's always a little hectic. Well, we can hear your phone for starters. <laughs> that's your phone, right? <laughs> Don't worry. I'll probably get Absolutely. a buzz uh, every so often myself. So, okay. It's, it's funny. I'm subscribed to all our shit. So it's like, I just got all the buzzes telling me we went live. Mm-hmm. And are you watching this? Are you the one watching this? I just... have to make sure it runs, right? I mean, you were number two on Facebook. Well, let's see. I, I, according to this, yeah, there's two people watching on the Anime Roundtable site. I have no clue why. Is that, are you one of them, Mo? I, I just said I'm one of them. Was there like a delay happening? <laughs> that's the one I, that's my question. I'm uh, sorry, going to the supermarket, Mike, watching it uh, in his Tesla. Uh, anyway. Oh, man, if he is, that'd be hilarious. Okay, so here we go. Another, um, our second attempt at a live stream, another live space heater chat. Or, as I said, uh, Christmas Eve, 2021, <clears throat> Friday night. It's now 9 p.m. Let's chat a little bit. Uh, whoever's out there listening to this, thanks, um, or watching this, thanks for spending a little bit of your Christmas Eve with us, all four of you watching. Uh, wait, uh, two of them are, are Mo, I'm presuming. Somebody's watching on Twitch. Is that you as well, Mo? Have to make sure it's running, you know? <laughs> Maybe it's safe to you assume what? all four of them are more. Oh, you know what? I just realized I may have made the mistake not to archive it on Twitch either. Oh, man. Dude, and how are they going to oh, see really? all the awesome clips? Yeah, there's, something, there's a setting you have to go in in Twitch, and it archives it. But if you're not a partner, which means you have to have, I think, so many videos and so many followers... It'll only archive it for like, I think, fourteen days. I have to double check it. This is oh, like it's it's one of those things. Obviously, top streamers or anybody who has, you know, any any um any uh number of streamers that are more than one digit will probably be able to become a uh, a partner and be able to have all that, right? I think the number is fifty. Thank you. Okay, so uh, at least a five. And uh, <laughs> zero next to it. So, regardless, even if I'm able to archive it, it's almost redundant because, or pointless, I think is the better word, because it's just not going to stay. It won't stay up, which which will be a, maybe a, a small bummer because I think when we when I decide to start doing video games on this. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that'll, that'll happen. We'll like, that that just, yeah. I hear but, you have the power of the PS5, right, Mike? There's a PS5 sitting uh, somewhere over there in a box. You'll you'll get like the full 60 frames per second, like unlike myself, right? Because oh. I was on the base PS4 too. So well, yeah, it's that. The, the, I'm I'm kind of see. There's a bunch of things that we have. I still have to kind of go through. And to the people watching this, this is just. 
like you're getting a sense of some of the plans that we are hoping to do in 2022. Um, the least of which is making sure we can see Mo. <laughs> yeah, both Mo and uh, Kevin are like in, in the brick wall. You went physical, right? Physical. Oh yeah, yeah. The the drive. You right? went disc. You went disc PS5, right? Not right, digital yes. PS5. No, no, Most no. of the ones they have been selling have been the disc ones, not the digital ones, from what I've seen. But well, who knows? okay. Yeah. Let's go back to well, that the, one. the disc one. Is the way to go eight times out of ten. Well, what is first of all? How is the digital version of the PS5 going compared to like? Obviously, it's not uh, it's not as popular, but how is it selling? Really, they've probably sold it's more fine. of those than any other digital uh, platform ever before for a video game system, and a so lot I'm, more people are going digital. I think the way also, I've been hearing anecdotally, none of these consoles are in stock like regularly, so it doesn't really matter at this point, does it? Well, if they yeah. had them up, they've sold them probably just like the physical ones. See, but this... everyone's doing bundles. That's the only thing that. Yeah, the bundle. Good. The bundle I got uh, has like a had a, a PlayStation Network card and Miles Morales. So Spider the Spider Man game, yeah, which is only Amazon well received. Best Buy only well, Amazon's yeah, has... doing solitary console sales at the moment, and then maybe Best Buy at times. Well, I didn't so consider. Yeah, I, I didn't. A lot of them are throwing extra controllers, games, and yeah, that I know, and accessories. You know that too, and the price difference between the two, I between just the base console and the two items that were included, it it was a one hundred ten dollar difference. So, so figure in fifty of that for the, you know, for the uh, for the PlayStation card for the PSN card. And then figure the remaining sixty for Miles Morales. And that wasn't too but bad. It's, I it's know, for you, yeah, for tax, was... right? Sorry, you're That's... paying seven hundred and forty bucks before tax, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was, and that it's the ultimate edition, apparently, that I have. So it's like everything with the Ooh. DLC, with uh, I think the DLC that had come out over time. Yeah, no big deal. But uh, I heard, I heard that's a really good game. So, I mean, I think it was considered one of the top top uh, games during the launch. Since, but I had you can usually count on Omniac to out a good game. But then it came. It technically came out. Wait, is this actually the sequel game to the PS4 one, or it's just like the PS4 Since one plus more stuff? It's PS4 one plus more stuff. Basically, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. And they've been doing different, like the only new new game that they had of all the bundles is the Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank one. Mm-hmm. And then they've also done a bundle with Ghosts of uh, Tsushima. Which coincidentally are the other two games I've bought since then, and they're sitting beside the uh, beside the PlayStation. So you are planning on playing this game console then? At some point in the very, very near future. It's just that there's a lot of other stuff to eventually go through. Let me backtrack for a couple seconds. Because I was going to say, I hope you bought those games on sale because uh, Boxing Day is coming up. You could have saved yourself some money if you're not going to play them right away. I get that. A lot of them were on sale. Boxing Day sales are, are, are going now. First of all, what's considered a good price for Boxing Day for those two games? 
uh, $59.99 uh, is what Ghosts and Ratchet and Clank, a lot of those newer games for PS5 are going. Some of the ones that were at launch, like Dark, uh, Demon Souls, are $49.99. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the best for those type of games. What's the uh, other big one that's on my list right now? Oh, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake with the Yuffie um, story is around, and that's... I believe 55 5499 you're seeing that now that's the boxing day price i don't know if those are good deals cuz the hell do i know about um these things see it's by a my own deal if you're going to actually play them when you buy them yeah at that price because at those in prices. theory you could if you're really not going to play any of those like for like a year or two you could wait even more and then they'll drop to 30 bucks 20 bucks. I got the receipt. Unless you really want to just give your money to the developers, which is cool <laughs> too. I got the receipts and I think I got a, re- a decent time before uh, I have to return them. As long as I don't open them, I think we're okay, right? Ratchet and Clank, though, I'm somewhat curious about. See, remember, and this is. They're usually good I've, games. The Ratchet and Clank games? I have the. I, I got They're a. They're usually good I games. Think, I think there was the. Remember in the outset of the pandemic, PlayStation, Sony, they made a few games available for free. I think a Ratchet and Clank game was one of those freebies. So I have that. That was PS4, oh. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what, what was that game? Because I'm looking through my... Um, let me look my... Uh, I well, forget me... uh, which one. I remember I uh, picked it up as well. Yeah. It might have it's been that fun. weird movie tie-in one. <laughs> that would be the one that they'd feel least bad about giving away for free, I'm sure. But I mm-hmm. will warn you, Mike, yeah, with the Which game, is also, in fact, a remake of the very first one, too. Yeah, so it's a remake of the first... Uh, it's first, basically uh, the very first one, but it looks a little prettier. A, a remaster, essentially, right? So... Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. But yes, it did tie in to the Ratchet and Clank movie at that time. Oh, okay. Well, I, I forgot that there was even a movie, to be quite honest with you. Was I don't think it did very well. Thing? Was it straight to Netflix or something? No, I think it was theatrical. I just think it did very, very badly. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I just don't remember a movie existing. But I know, I like some of those really quirky commercials that came out over the years. Those are the things I sort of remember concerning Ratchet and Clank. Anyway, um, just right. in case you're wondering what happened, how I ended up stumbling upon it. And by the way, the re- as I said, I still have the receipt. Worst case scenarios, I'm pretty sure I can sell it if I want. If I don't want to hang on to it, or worst case scenarios, not I can pretty sure you can definitely sell it. <laughs> yeah, you can probably you sell can it. definitely sell it. If you if you leave it on your balcony or outside somewhere, someone will take it. I'm sure. Well, I I'm high enough anyway. Somebody would have to be smart. You leave it in your balcony, and I will come and take it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but. The thing, though, is, yeah, you're going to need memory for that. I heard uh, it can't fill up with the SDD, but at least you can now buy some SDDs to uh, put in the extra slot, which is nice. There's... I can tell you one feature you can't use that is on the box that has to be some form of false advertising, which is they advertise 8K. You can't do that yet until they make that update. And I still wonder who's going to be playing in 8K. Well, the other thing is, uh, how many 8K TVs are in the wild right now that's what i was wondering too it's oh. just like they put it on the box and i'm like but we haven't even really 
got to play in 4K yet. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, let me uh, start looking at... Well, nobody's leaving comments, so, uh, cool. <laughs> well, uh, why aren't you leaving comments? Leave comment, Mo, Mo yeah, why aren't you leaving comments? Okay, uh, just for reference, in case you're wondering how I stumbled upon it, uh, my uh, sister tipped me off one, one evening. Uh, what's up? Yeah, Facebook user says, what's up? Th- thanks, Mo. Don't forget to give permissions, by the way. For, uh, for StreamYard, so I can see who who's actually uh, sending in sending in uh, comments through the Facebook group. That's uh, apparently one of those things. Anyway, my sister, she kind of tipped me off one evening, saying, "Oh, this is up," and she's on a Twitter. She's like following a Twitter. I'm being nicely distracted by uh, by some of the comments we're seeing here. So, Facebook user, what's up? Facebook user, I'm here too. <laughs> I think we know which two of those are. Yeah, thanks, Mo. Thanks for watching. Mohammed's not updating his existence. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone else you should be letting go to, you know. Uh. It's one of those, the, to anyone watching, just, uh, I know you have to get, if you're watching on the Facebook group, it, I know that there's like a, a permission that you have to give StreamYard. And if you give that permission and then post a comment, I'll be able to know who you are. And I do want to acknowledge who's actually um, taking the time to watch it. So uh, thanks a lot for really watching. And I'd like to know who you are, just so I can really say thank you. All right. My sister, she, she uh, tipped me off. There was a, there's apparently a Twitter, uh, a Twitter page. Or, uh, there's a few uh, Twitter yeah, feeds few, and a few, a few Twitters. things. Uh, and uh, Discord uh, channels as mm-hmm, well that let you know that. Uh, to keep up. So she followed one, tipped me off. I was actually, I actually couldn't uh, do it. I think for on my app initially, it tipped me off. It was, uh, it was at Walmart sent me the link. I actually didn't initially get through, but then somehow nobody else noticed, and I was able to get through. And then not more than five minutes after it, and then all the third-party PlayStation Fives, because other people were selling it, upping the price, they were all gone. Mm-hmm. So I kind of lucked out in that sense. And it's I'm just, not sure if that was the night for Walmart where they were doing some multiple drops during the same night because they do midnight drops, I know. Yeah, I admit that was... It was yeah, I remember there were a couple nights like that. It's possible because I know this was already you know well into the night when I got notice on that. And anyway. I've been hearing this week that some people have walked into either a Walmart or a GameStop and picked up uh, a bundle... Uh, none in our area or neck of the woods, to say the least. But it's weird. They're doing bundles even in stores if you even see one. No, GameStop, it's always been possible to walk in and get one. It's just that you just have to be lucky when they get shipments. And basically, usually that's Monday through Thursday. Okay. I say this from experience. Yeah, well, being a former GameStop employee. And I used to work for them. Yeah, well, wait. You didn't wait when it was called EB Games. It's fun. It's funny. The the I walked yeah. into GameStop also just to look, and you know they they have trouble still calling it GameStop. So the they the many slips of the tongue referring to the place as EB. Okay, uh, yeah, so this like, is a this happened. It happened with the, the Nintendo Classics too, where we'll we'll get them in, and then. But you'll always have people like kind of hovering around, seeing if we get them. Mm-hmm. 
and we can usually tell who are the flippers too. Oh yeah, why? Why, why are they regulars? It, are they regulars or something? No, these are people who normally would never shop with us. Uh, uh, like we don't recognize them, and uh, a couple of people would sometimes try and get other people to buy it on their behalf. Like I'm, my manager actually stopped a purchase because he recognized that this random couple was using the same credit card as the last person that bought one. Oh, okay. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So, well, and you can imagine maybe, well, we've taken things to up to another notch over the last year with the PS5. Well, I was going to say the chip shortage, uh, hasn't uh, helped. I it's know. why uh, we OLED, sometimes uh, stock back. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I showed, I prematurely showed something on the screen. We'll talk about that in a sec. Sorry about that. OLED switches, uh, PS5, Series Xs. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've heard, uh, was it Xbox fridges? Uh, people have been hawking. And then, of course, uh, we've heard the thing about the chip shortage. Like, I know my father's been trying to get a car, and they said, it'll sometime, it may come one day. Well, that's the way they put it? Oh. Basically, well, no. At the moment, they said it's in in Ohio, and it's making its way to Ontario. But we don't know if it's over the border or not. Did did they get get Omicron? Is that what happened? I don't know. Maybe uh, that, what was it? Uh, Senator Manchin, maybe he allowed them to finally let it go across the border because it wasn't uh, an electric vehicle. I don't know. Another story altogether. But there are other ones, too, I know, like fridges and all that. But they were saying 2023. Have you heard that about the chips and that? So, unfortunately, it's going to be a thing for a lot of things for a while, unfortunately, I say. Uh, yeah. Okay. So so you just do what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's think for a couple minutes. Oh, well, by the way, when we start doing the uh, whole video game thing, keep in mind, it, it still may not be any of those games we st- I start doing the playthroughs of. There's still the matter of at least Yakuza... Kiwami too. You should probably play it on the PS5 though, just to get all those frames, right? Yeah, just to, and probably the faster times, faster load times. Yeah, there's an issue there. But what's your first impressions uh, of the Virtual Studio? Just quickly, just we'll see. I, I there's a lot of playing I still have to do because I haven't uh, added new overlays or played with our, our backgrounds. All you can do is just see the logo in the corner, but the, that's basically where we are at the moment. Okay. So the purpose sometimes, as I joked, or as I say on the outset of space heaters these days, the purpose of the space heaters is sometimes to start a conversation that we would continue in the next regular episode. But also sometimes the purpose of the space heaters is to follow up on something from the last episode. When we finished up episode, was it 56 last week? Was it 56? Yeah, we, we, Kevin was talking about some of the jump fiesta stuff and that was still ongoing. And I guess it kind of was almost at the same time we finished that they made another announcement, correct? Yeah, that announcement. They're going after Dragon Ball, Bleach, and now Kenshin, I guess mm-hmm. we're seeing. And that's again. what's noted here. So, yeah, Kenshin, they announced that a new Kenshin anime was in 
the works, and the, they showed off a te- they showed off a teaser. You can, it uh, sounds like it's uh, Linden Films is doing the animation and Anaplex is producing. So, mm-hmm. so oh, we can already tell this is going to be a little bit of a different character design here. This, the this, question is, is it going to be the final arc or is it going to be this new Hokkaido arc? They haven't those really are the said, questions. Well, yeah, and those are the questions that are already coming up. Well, among others. Well, I think there's a, a bigger well, question a outside of Japan, as they say. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah, they, they, for all we know, it or could maybe, be a, a... Maybe it would even be a redo. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Are you saying we're going to go full Samurai X? Well, go completely... Yeah, and just start completely over. That's entirely possible, but... And because that would give them a lot of runway with uh, new material as well. Should it decide to... Should they decide to uh, continue past the original uh, the original manga, Right? But obviously, uh, with that probably came a f- not, well. What came out of the woodwork, aside from any uh, real re- euphoria concerning the announcement itself, uh, what came out of the woodwork after probably doesn't uh, probably wasn't really a surprise because we've brought it up before. And more outside Japan, it seemed, didn't it? Well, yeah, the talk was more outside of Japan, and it was basically this. A lot of mixed feelings about Kenshin, and, uh, well, we know why. Creator, of course. Well, we we know why, obviously. But, well, um, Brianna Lawrence here, obviously, kind of touches on it by talking a little bit about, well, we brought it up, Watsuki's, uh, Watsuki's past. In 2017, he was charged with child porn possession. And he's been very much in the background since. And we, we've had these conversations before when talking about tension. And I think we had a, con- a version of this conversation when the last two live-action movies came out earlier this year. You know, like when we had that conversation with the live action movies, it's interesting. Netflix brought those over and we talked about uh, the creator, of course, and that it kind of feels like he was able to come back, continue on with the Hokkaido arc and all this stuff. And it yeah. was, it felt like Japan, it's like, it was very odd that they just could let him come back that soon. But as we talked about some of Jump's history and stuff like that, it doesn't feel as odd, even though it feels not that great a look. Even though maybe it's, the people that read Jump don't concern themselves in uh, Japan, but it'll be interesting for this anime. Is there any takers? Does Funimation, which is a part of uh, Sony, and that are they going to do it? Or are they going to pass? And then is Netflix going to pick it up because they picked up those movies? But a can of worms, to say the least. Yeah, and yeah, they should just let Netflix of America take it. <laughs> and go premium. They well, get enough shit anyway. Like they, they get enough criticism. What's another what's another thing to criticize them for that they're not gonna care about? Well, that's like, where I guess the other always thing complain is, about oh, we never their stuff is, but people will still buy it. I guess that's the thing. We never know the numbers, right? And stuff like that of how many, I guess, eyeballs are on a property and stuff like that. So I guess it's a question, are there enough people like us that have our voices raised that say we will uh, talk and walk with our money, right? So I, I don't, 
Yeah, and... I don't think any U.S. or foreign company should deal with it. I know they probably will eventually, but I was disappointed in Netflix. I will be disappointed in Funimation or Aniplex or anyone who uh, decides to do this um, because I have my issues with uh, Japan, and it's not even really the Japanese... um, anime or fandom spaces it's the japanese system of being like the government the laws um but i think it's a moral failing uh for any especially north american company to to support this this property yeah and i think this is still dropped it so they haven't published anything since not physically not digitally as far as i know it's not and it's, that must they, have been an interesting decision they allowed that... the older pension stuff to stay in print though although now yeah. it's questionable because some of those things are going out of print now like i know some of the viz big kenshin volumes are out of print now i wouldn't be surprised if they just let it stay out of print at this point uh but you could still read tension on the shonen jump app they didn't mm-hmm. take that down yeah I, because i wonder how much say you know shueisha and all that has in that calculus and stuff like that so that must have been a big thing at least on their end to say no we're not going to do this anymore the like uh so like shueisha for in terms of like walk me back for a couple seconds here because remember, Shueisha, Shigakukan, they have you know, uh, ownership the, in, Viz in and Viz. stuff like that. So telling your parent company, even though, as Kevin said, for some of these companies where they still have to license, even if it is their parent company, there's probably still like that business relationship in there. And them probably, well, probably us trying to explain our reasoning behind it, depending on who you're talking to, right? It's probably like talking to someone from Mars. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sad sometimes, as Jeff was saying, right? That hopefully, we if we keep the discussion going, maybe something will change. Mm-hmm. Like the I I mean, you guys know Kenshin was one of my favorites. Well, might might be up, might be number one. It's just like this, and you in a lot of the talk and a lot of the comments, and this is weird. And I think we had this conversation before like maybe last week but we didn't really say it out loud here this this type of stuff has only become known to us or more widely talked about since the since this anime was announced this we've been talking about this over the last week we've had or at least some conversation as the live action where picked up and released by Netflix. We didn't really have this conversation. And by that point, it had been, what, how many years since the um, last couple live actions came out? And we, we, we weren't having that conversation earlier this year. And I know, Kevin, Kevin, I know you said it's because the anime is, has more international recognition, which is probably accurate. Because I think the um, live action Kenshin, and you and you have to understand, and you have to understand those earlier Kenshin's were inaccessible. Where I'm sorry. Well. Oh yeah, like, they were. Those earlier Kenshin live action films were inaccessible. You had to either pirate it or, or you had to buy it on 
Blu-ray or DVD, or you had to have catched it at a random screening at a film festival or whatever to see it. Otherwise, how are you going to see this thing? Yeah, it was you because have to go of, out well, of your way to see it. Yeah, that's. That, I think that's the. In other words, right? That's the. In other words, there, because it was just for, with Funimation and also yeah in, in North America and Japanese live action films are pretty niche too. Like people are very. People are less inclined to go seek that stuff out. It's not mm-hmm. widely available for people to just stumble upon. It's only nowadays with all these streaming services that like viewers are more likely to stumble upon it. Mm-hmm. Whereas just- the anime was more of a known entity, not as well known in North America as say Japan, but it's, it's it was so still wise. well known relatively. It- I think the anime probably had the more wider popularity. I think so. Wider international popularity, even though, well, uh, the Japanese star of um, Kenshin, um, Takaru Saito, I believe his name is, has a bit of a, you know, sex symbol status in Asia. But yeah, Japan, but in, like more and in Japan, of course, people don't really know who he is here. Yeah. But uh, people recognize recognize tension because it's one of those, you know, one of those um, is iconic ones. It, it was it was one of the, a really popular thing back in the day. And seeing the comments from from the um, article that I mentioned from the from the Mary Sue article, and this and that's just you know the tip of the iceberg. Go on any other Reddit forums or Facebook or Facebook comments. Anime News Network, uh, their forums and stuff like that. Uh, People about this and another subject we may discuss later, and it's kind of crazy that you see them just light up. It's A N N tends to tends to ban discussions on this, though. Um, at least they did a year ago, which I don't agree with, but um, I, I can understand. They, I but... guess they have been moderating, but the times I were in, it looks like there was at least. Discussion gang group, but I know what you mean. Yeah, but this is one of those. As I said, um, that's why I put the the title of this episode as "No Virginia, There Is No Santa Claus." You could also say "Say It Ain't So, Joe," because that's sort of part of this too. I, I because, thought it was uh, "No Virginia, That Isn't Hercules" or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I find it frustrating though like with the say it ain't so because this all happened like three years ago four years ago now mm-hmm. um so like we've we've known about the atrocities that the author has committed for a long time now um i know that for you know you there's a, a you know very personal um aspect of of kenshin being one of your favorite series um recently i think it was 2018 2019 um hiroyuki takei the author of shaman king wrote like a well-wishing message for an anniversary um, because he and Oda, um, the One Piece author, it's a more obscure series. People might not have heard of that one, um, but they were both. Yeah, I prote- that one up. Yeah, <laughs> they were both. They were both proteges um, for um, of this person, and that mm. gives me weird feelings. I mean, it's not it's not pedophilia, but the two protagonists of Shaman King have a child in their teens um which gives me you know spider senses tingling due to what's happening with watsky um and it's it's 
it's rough even with nothing happening with one of my favorite authors, at least directly. But the fact that he is not completely separated from, you know, this who I consider a monster, and that's being nice, um, makes me feel not great. Um, and that's with, you know, a third or fourth degree of separation. Um, but as I kind of implied earlier, it's unfortunately kind of a messed up part of Japanese culture. Like, even just like the age of consent laws are ridiculous. Um, like, they're they're getting better in some prefectures, I think. But it's still not great. But it's it's amazing to me that with how global the world is getting that there hasn't been all that much change in the perspective, at least widely enough, that, you know, this, you know, monster is charged and it's $1,700. Or it's, sorry, it's $1,700, right? So, like, it's, that's so cheap. Like, there are computers that you can just go and buy for that much. Um, and that's all the punishment there was. And there was, like, probation. Not even, like, you're fired. Um, but, you know, please don't come to work for eight months. And that's it. Um, I forget if it was um, the Toriko or the Act Age. Um, Toriko, Toriko was well, one. Well, and then as you said, the Act Age uh, author, right? So well, we yeah, have those two in the same. We had these, like, well, as was, said, we had this conversation uh, earlier this year. So why didn't it happen? But with with I forget which one it was of those two authors, but I think the the punishment was something like wait three years and if you behave yourself, it's fine. Which is that's my that's, uh, that's Mitsu Toshishima Pokuro. That'd be the Toriko creator. That'd like, be Toriko because he came back to Toriko and then that's, that's mind boggling. Like child porn charges. And he did eventually get like, to finish that series too. Yeah, like, you know, just behave yourself for three years. Like, are you kidding me? Um, and I think the recent, I forget what series it was, but the, the recent, um, link that you shared, the, the author was so blatant. Oh. It's like, where else am I going to get child porn than Germany? It's like, that's your excuse. You're telling the police. That's, that's so that is Yapko Chen, which we'll talk about later, but. Oh, well, well, we can bring that into the conversation just. But a it is, uh, thinking of what Jeff said, it is concerning too about the degree of separation because some of these authors they're in the same jump ecosystem and their friends their mentors and all this stuff and it just leaves you shivering wondering what's behind the curtain you know what i mean and the other thing is as he said like it's barely a slap on the wrist of what they're getting if they had been anywhere else in the world and if they had for example been caught with marijuana for example they would have been persona non grata, which is kind of ridiculous. Well, this is, this is the other part of the uh, conversation, right? We have seen in recent times reports of even stiffer sentences for more pedestrian items. Anyway, here's the uh, uh, Kenya Suzuki, the uh, creator of Galco Chan. Um, yeah, that. And that was earlier this week. Uh, yeah, the headline kind of uh, speaks for itself right there. But I think it was, as Jeff said, just more concerning about that. He was importing this stuff and he was importing it from Germany. And that in itself is just like, what in God's name is this man doing? And first of all, why is that even in Germany to then import to another country? (laughs) 
God forbid if it was importing from Canada, I'd hope some Canadian authorities, you know what I mean, went and shut that operation down. But yeah. Christ. Well. Uh, so let's. It's sad. And that was like, like I mean, yeah, this was real stuff, wasn't it? From what my understanding was for that Galco Chan author, Kenya Suzuki, he was importing yeah, I think actual so. photos and uh, stuff like that, which was even more disgusting to say the least. I don't know what images they were, but regardless. Needless to say, very the, the minor difference here is that with Watsky, he was in possession of it back when it was still legal to have it. That's the technicality. And that was the technicality That's I read. And so he should have, quote unquote, I guess, read it and it was okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kevin, finish your thought. Oh, I was saying, yeah, it's because when Watsky had possession of it, it was technically legal at that time because Japan only made it illegal because they were going to host the Olympics, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was that was, that was probably they were forced to, but and mm-hmm. but in this case, you know, the it's already not allowed, and he's bringing it in, so of course he's going to get the get the hammer yeah. on him. Well, there and were a few so. layers, I, yeah, I guess, but... to this Galco Chen story, though, too. I guess with Kenya Suzuki, which I guess made some people very concerned because. Originally, before this news came out, he was reported, I guess, missing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so they had reported that a manga creator, Baton, reported on Twitter that the last week he was reported missing uh, to a police, one of the police prefectures. And so I guess people blew the horn. But then he somehow shows up here and he was arrested, I guess, in another prefecture. And I guess <laughs> there was contact, like no uh, communication between them. And then that makes some people are like, why was I trying to find this when person when obviously uh, then you find out the truth, right? And as Jeff said, the statement is, I don't even know what to say about the dista- statement. Like, but the Suzuki, statement is almost like, oh, I need art references to draw more of my more realistic child porn. Like, I don't know what he was trying to go for there. Like, that's the most charitable d- idea, and it's still abhorrent. Like, I... It's it's mind boggling, and like the hammer that they're gonna get is a soft inflatable one, like, and that's concerning when it says, as you said, upon arrest, he says desperate. What was it? Suzuki said desperately want to acquire nude photos of foreign children that can't be acquired in Japan, and then saying that they confiscated forty six books and publications allegedly containing uh, this stuff at his residence, which. Like, I don't know what more evidence you need to give a stiffer sentence, you know what I mean? But as you said, because it's Japan and their laws, something needs to be done, but there's no moral compass or no, like, as a group, as a Japanese society, to move and make those laws a thing, even in their diet, which is kind of disturbing, like, unless there's some outside pressure to make that happen, they're probably not going to listen to us, right? I'm sure there's some moves within Japan, like you know, there, you know, I've I've lived in, in Japan. I'm sure, I have I'm sure many... there is. I'm just not sure how what their options are. Right? Yeah, like I don't know what the. I, I think the main thing is that Japan is so slow and resistant to change. Like I, I'm I'm hoping, like I'm I'm giving a huge benefit of the benefit of the doubt that like I don't think 
you know, the majority agrees with these things. I think they just don't want to change the books because, you know, as much as, you know, Japan is sort of famous for paperwork, they would rather not do it. <laughs> and I know they, we, what was it? We yeah. talked about uh, Love Hina creator talking about freedom of expression we've heard them talking about laws and stuff like that like that but regardless of what they think of certain things in akiba like uh, the hentai and all that stuff at some point they have to look themselves in the face you know i mean and do the right thing and actually stiffen these fine not fines, just stiffen the sentences in jail time and stuff like that to make sure that they're actually going after people that you know i mean are doing these perverse things you know what i mean mm -hmm. we can just yeah i mean this is a longer discussion which unfortunately we've used too much time before getting to and there unfortunately it's like we can speak about forever and ever and we're probably gonna tangle ourselves in knots and say the wrong things mm -hmm. i can and just I like can, the nn thread yeah i can and maybe will talk about this idea more in the future but i did want to say before you know we seemingly move on that i firmly believe that death of the author does not apply when the author is alive it doesn't always even apply when the author is dead but especially if the author is alive um i think that you know caveats are i guess a bare minimum when it comes to this sort of thing like you know, maybe I'm more sensitive about this than others, but I think every single article about Kenshin should have a disclaimer at the top of, by the way, here's the author, here's what he did. Well, we have um, that. Well, and we, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we, was it yeah. Mo that uh, he had a friend and stuff like that? Was the Galco Chan uh, review? And then he yeah, you uh, said, yeah, actually, that was that was good. Yeah, and the, then he said, and it was a long time ago, but then he went back this week and put uh, a revision because. As I think Mo said, and we would all agree that, unfortunately, with our online world, right, it's like they could somehow search that up and then they'll find your article from years and years before and you never had that information, right? So, mm -hmm. It's sad because Galco-Chan is actually a good show. And the manga was good, too. I'm not sure if you read it, uh, Kevin. See, everyone's... Ha I think we're all I, having... I didn't, but I know people who... Like, Go ahead, I know people who praise that manga and that anime because it actually like promotes positive body image. Yeah, definitely for high school students and mm -hmm. yeah, like and like it's sure does get reframed like, though. Like, yeah, that's a, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, unfortunately, it's... that was the joke. I I I read your. Oh, go ahead, uh, James, because I want more. No, no, go ahead. Say something Jeff, too. I was just... because. Mo pointed out this article to us. Um, like Mo pointed out his uh, his friend's uh, blog and pu putting up that disclaimer. And he said, and I think everybody is having, like, I'm having that moment with Kenshin. Kevin, to some degree, to maybe a lesser degree, had it earlier this year with Act Age. And Mo, your friend's having this with Galco Chan. Right? So, I, I mean, uh, bravo on you, Jeff, for being really clear about how your feelings on this. I mean, it, that's the right feeling, right? 
Yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> that's the correct it's just, response. It's, right? it's it's the correct response. It's like yeah, I have to de- like I'm I have to detach myself. So so basically, where I am uh, in terms of Kenshin is a withdrawal. That's that's <laughs> I mean, the like, ultimate thing right we call? can do. But do you if, think that's the, like for me? Do you think that's the right call, Jeff? Because part of the reason I'm having the space eater chat tonight is counseling. <laughs> so I, I need like I, this is me say this is like this could be my Kenshin Anonymous moment. So just to let you know, Mike, so, like I know you already have the DVDs and probably the mangas. So if you've already have them, if you want to enjoy it just for what it is, that's fine. But at this point going forward. Probably, if you don't want to support uh, the creator, Watsuki, then uh, best thing to do is just not throw money uh, that way and speak uh, with your money. Probably that message may not get through, as we know, because probably they only get so much anyway. Oh. But still, at least the so he should just pirate it. Then. Like that, will understand. <laughs> I know that's the other <laughs> problem. Is that's the that's- justification right there? Your justification for the pirate. Sorry, Jeff. I kept cutting you off in this whole thing. Or, so, or you just don't watch if, it, which is, which is also like the more moral thing to do, really. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. Well, regarding even like watching it, like I don't even think that's you know necessarily the worst. Like you know, because of you know proximity fears, I've run the scenario through my mind if this would happen to Shaman King, and. I think that in my mind, I would think, yeah, this was still one of my favorite series. Um, It has been. But I would take down my wall scroll. I would pack up my books. I would still think about the series fondly, but I would stop talking about it. Like, as, and that's sort of like, you know, even doing this, this podcast is a little bit weird. Like, oh no, I'm advertising Kenshin. I feel gross about this, which, you know, I'm, going to admit to but i do think that having the discussion about that is also important but yeah like i would stop talking about shaman king i would definitely not make any more purchases um and you know support the the author that way um i think like it's it's and i think it's also slightly easier to do with something like you know anime or manga um like again one person necessarily isn't going to make a difference but it still seems like a bigger impact than you know trying to boycott jk rowling which i also agree with but that's you know there's such like a base of power that that woman and that franchise has that it's like okay this seems futile making a stink about uh, Kenshin seems a little bit more possible, um, or Toriko, or whatever Act Age, um, Galgo Chan, or whatever it's called. Like you know, it seems a little bit more, um, even though it's it's you know a a different, even a further different culture than than the UK or the US. Um, it still feels a little bit more significant, or at least a little bit more possible. Um, but yeah, like I think that whenever. And as I mentioned, sort of, if you do need to bring the series up, unfortunately, always bring up, you know, the negatives of the author as a caveat. Um, like, it's, it has been sad, and I guess this is a weird, you know, slightly personal thing. On dating apps, if I see I love Harry Potter without a huge caveat underneath that bio sentence, then I skip that person. Like it's, it's not going to happen. 
Um, and not that I see a whole lot of Kenshin love on dating apps, but if the same thing happened, I would be skipping that person as well. Well, keep in mind being an anime fan on dating apps sometimes, <laughs> depending on who you're looking at, can be a turnoff. I, I'd like to think that's changing. That's slowly too. changing. Yeah, perhaps. Mm-hmm. It's but yeah, and, and thank you for bringing up J.K. Rowling. So there, So once again, there's that line something being too big to fail. That's where Harry Potter is, isn't it? it, it it's interesting. I know that the um, there's a reunion special that I think came on Crave and HBO Max over the last... The three leads, yeah. Yeah, which is three leads, but so notably absent is J.K. Rowling herself. Yeah, but she's still getting money from that. Well, she, like, and it's, it's also... I mean, those three actors have been really good about you know, acting against her. So it's a little bit disappointing, but they need new boats or whatever. Well, that's where it gets interesting. And that's some of this. You'll have people who want to call them too woke, right? There was an article, there was an opinion piece by Rex Murphy from the, formerly of the CBC. He's now with the national post. And he went after those three calling them ungrateful. Yeah, I, I've, heard and, the, I've heard a lot of that whole ungrateful argument in regards to those three, because, like, she made them who they are. But I'm like, that's that's dumb, right? You can agree that's dumb. But just because someone puts you on doesn't mean you owe them your everything. Especially in the face of, you know, horrible behavior. Like, exactly. you know, if, if you're parent murders someone, you can, I guess, still love them, but it doesn't mean you have to be you know praise them at every opportunity and you know you don't have to, you don't have to buy them to thanksgiving anymore <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to give them billions of dollars i'm not saying rowling murdered everyone it's a more nuanced situation <laughs> than that but you know it's uh, the f- ungrateful is a very silly description of them considering they're still doing things like this they're still getting lots of residual money from the harry potter franchise speaking out against you know bad behavior is not necessarily being ungrateful. I'm sure they are still grateful to her. They're calling her out on saying stupid things and supporting stupid people. And causes for that matter. Yeah. Right. And maybe they feel they can educate her or something like that, but I don't think that's uh, likely going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, that's the parallel right now to the Watsuki story and I have. think about the, the age gap, too, for those ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, I mean, to anybody listening yeah, and watching this, this is like you're asking me what's the comparable with uh, with Watsuki. Like the closest would be J.K. Rowling, uh, J.K. Rowling, because they're having that. Like a lot of Harry Potter fans are having similar moments as they've grown up, as they're now grown up. I mean, that's an interesting question. So if like more Kenshin were to be made, but like by a different creator. Would that be okay? Well, well, that comes back. Doesn't that start to come back down to taking the right, the um, copyright away from the creator and then just giving it to the giving it to the to which a which has happened with Earthworm Jim recently, actually. Oh, um, so I was wondering if that could even so happen. like yeah, so like the interestingly enough, another case of transphobia. Um, the original creator, incredibly bigoted um, person, which is really a shame. I sort of like the games, but I really like the cartoon growing up. They recently announced they're at least really trying to start to do a, um, a new Earthworm Jim cartoon. And they specifically asked, I think it was one of those Sonic the Hedgehog style, like in-character Twitter accounts, 
Um, but they sort of asked him, like, you know, do you support trans rights? And he's like, groovy, yes, or whatever he said. Um, but they asked some of the creators and they said that the the rights were completely taken away from the original creator. So with Earthworm Jim, none of the money is going uh, to that original creator, which is great. Like, I, I wish that series all the best in the world because of that. Um, I don't know how that sort of copyright law would work in Japan, though. I would suspect that all money would still end up, not all money, but a portion would still end up going to Watsky. Um, so it's, I'm not sure how that works with, with Japanese law, unfortunately. But that would certainly, I think, make it better, but but the entire rights would have to be taken away. Otherwise, if people still bought a copy on online or you know direct ordered from an online retailer or something, then that money, like if they were inspired by seeing the new series and wanted to go back, then they're still supporting someone who should not be supported. Yeah, as I said, I think we'll have this discussion again. I think we'll have this discussion again. I mean, yo, let's, it's, let's, it's, hope huh? let's hope not. Well, I mean, the, yeah, I want to say, I think we said that this, before, right? Yeah, new anime. I, I constantly. It would be great if pedophilia goes away in Japan tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, and they it? just, you know what? Let's uh, raise the age of consent uh, to like a reasonable <laughs> seventeen well, or something. As um, as you know, Jeff, Japan likes to keep uh, the borders closed and the walls closed because as they say uh, in certain areas for. Uh, the host clubs, and then uh, for ladies and gentlemen, they don't let the foreigners in in certain uh, areas, that's for sure. So I accidentally went to a host club once, and it was a very Oh, small... man, was it a very... Uh... It was small, it was classy, but, like, it was, it was very weird, because, like, I think there was just, like, they weren't expecting anyone that day. Like, they had, like, a birthday party for one of their staff that they were starting to create. There was two foreigners there. It was... It was a very weird experience, but that's a story could, for another day, maybe. And I could tell you about love hotels, too. I think, uh, oh, what was that? I think it was um, uh, Chris Broad um, from Abroad in Japan oh, okay. and Sea Dog, and they were going to different just to see what they were like. And I, can't, I think it might have been Osaka, but they said certain ones, even though they said they had an ordinance saying that you could allow two men to go into the same room, right? Some of the higher class ones would not let them into, like, they said, no, not you guys. And then kick them out. <laughs> okay, okay, the, okay. Ones, the ones that were not as nice gave no fucks. They even, just let them in. Even the photo booths, even the, like, the arcade photo booths have no, have no two guy stickers and Wait, signs. really? That's yeah, the Pitakuda, um... Pitakuti, oh, uh, whatever. In the, the, in the, in the arcade, short form Yeah, there is wow. there is big signs that say like you know, uh, boy girl circle yes, boy boy x girl girl yes. Um, Wait, cause... girl girl yes, and that's what. Oh we yeah, were they're, they're not... two girls could that's... go in. They two probably would gonna... <laughs> Which is so. It's like what the heck's going on? Why can't two guys go? Like, come on. That two becomes girls aren't going to do anything. For reference, for reference, that's the instigation of one scene in Yakuza, by the way. Okay, and and by the way, after all of this, I, I guess uh, I know I have a bunch of other distractions to come, like the PlayStation and something, and ultimately play something more wholesome like Yakuza. Anyway, as I said, this is, as I said, just something that stuck out to me, and um, yeah, I, 
don't know what else to say. And it's kind of a depressing thing in a t- uh, to bring up on Christmas Eve. So, oh shit, that's today. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, yeah, we have a few more hours until uh, the big man comes and uh, breaks into your house, there, Mo. Well, nice. keep in mind, looking out the window, we had a white Christmas Eve, but we're not going to have a white Christmas. Question is, did we check uh, Norad's Santa tracker to see where he was? Better watch out. Better watch out. Can't believe Norad's tracking Santa. That's terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. um, Before we go uh, this evening and let everyone enjoy their their Christmas. And as I said, we'll be back. We'll be back uh, a little bit. Like just before New Year, we'll we'll uh, be doing a one more regular episode and go through a few more headlines. But um, I do want to at least end on one kind note, and uh, I'll let James choose that note because you want you want to at least bring up one or two things before we went. Well, I was just, just one a- positive note to say that not all manga creators or anime creators and all that are terrible people and stuff like that. There are some uh, great people, creative people out there that are nice and we can support and one of them we had talked about obviously earlier in the year was the creator of berserk that unfortunately passed on and we had mentioned yeah that the new volume the final volume with all his final chapters that he uh created um is basically coming on japan uh this month which probably came out this week but to celebrate that in three uh papers around the world so they did uh new york times asahi uh, shinbun in japan and then lamode in france they took out a full page ad in each mm. paper to celebrate berserk coming out and then for the french and the american ones they said it's coming in summer 2022 so dark horse was uh, the one for the new york times one saying that and as mike's scrolling through that's i cannot think of any other manga anime where Something like that happened where they took on a full newspaper ad at the same time, not just in Japan, but like elsewhere in the U.S. and in France, because that that just tells you the reach that this man had and the inspiration he brought to so many hearts and so many people. Yeah, I guess as we begin to end... um... And those are pretty striking, aren't they? As you scroll through them all and stuff yeah. like that. Well, these the are those versions. are the ads, right? Mm-hmm. So, summer, and now the talk begins as to whether or not this will be the end for Berserk. And I guess, as I said, maybe a discussion for another time. I know it's it's Christmas, and I know that I'm copying out a lot of the way on some of the some of what we're talking about. But we just want to, as I said, get um, everyone else used to the new surroundings here on uh, on StreamYard. What'd you think, guys? <laughs> it's, uh, it was pretty good. Just trying it for the first time? Well, we'll try more. And as I said, uh, if you guys want to use the platform, it's encouraged. And you guys can come in and have fun with it, too. And, of course, uh, we have more programming to... Uh, more programming to eventually add in 2022. As I said, most of you guys are seeing the tip of the iceberg, what's going to be planned and some of the changes that we are doing since uh, we have yet to really, really um, unleash the uh, stuff we're um, going to use to help uh, help us through uh, the latest in the programming, right? The latest stuff we're going to be doing. Anyway, that's 
Almost it. I mean, we do have Christmas to eventually enjoy. Tomorrow, right? And uh, the rest of the holiday season. So, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, for reference, this is the second item that'll be added to at least the YouTube channel. I think we'll put a. I think we'll put up a audio versions of the last couple episodes in the next over the next week. But uh, if you're strictly doing it on the YouTube channel, just uh, look forward to that. But in any event, um, we're always out to hear what you guys want to think. So um, get in touch with us. It, well, aside from the comments down below. First time, wa- uh, if this is the first time watching and you actually enjoyed this. <laughs> Who knows? Hit the subscribe button where, or uh, follow button wherever you're watching this, whether you're on Twitch or YouTube or um, continue following us on the, uh, in the Facebook group. Or if you want to let us know how we did in an old school way, well, you can contact us. You can check us out. Uh, you can uh, email us animeroundtable at gmail.com. That's old school now. Who would have thought 20 years? Well, who would have thought an email would be considered old school now? Uh, we're on the web, uh, animeroundtable.com. Those are for uh, show notes and uh, the archive of episodes. I know we're probably going to do a revamp soon of the website, right, Mo? Yes. Never mind. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're, uh, uh, Mo's helping, uh, helping out with that one. You'll uh, get to know a little bit about that uh, soon. Hopefully, we'll have that up uh, sometime in the new year, pretty early. And um, Sorry? Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. It's really up to me. <laughs> that's that's a big <laughs> anyway we're also on twitter and instagram um anime round at anime roundtable so uh, you can keep us keep up uh with us on those just to check our opinions and uh for information whenever uh, new episodes come up and of course we are a podcast so we are on um on spotify google Podcasts, stitcher apple podcasts and you can leave reviews there so um Wherever you get, wherever you get it, please leave us a review. So, uh, as we say, the algorithm can shine its luck on us, right, Kevin? How many stars? Yeah, I know this is the gag. A lot of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot and of stars. The question is, all the kids want to know: When are we on TikTok, Mike? Oh God. <laughs> and you can, and you can actually leave reviews on Spotify now. Oh yeah, that's the thing. That's great. Yeah. Also, no. Also, to of note on Spotify, we do have a uh, playlist. We'll put that. Well, we we mentioned that constantly in the uh, show and uh, the um, website. We'll probably put a link to the. Uh, we'll put a link to the. To the Spotify uh, playlist in the uh, YouTube notes. Okay. We typically do episodes. Yeah, I'm actually going to put out a plea. I want to put out a plea to. Uh, friends and family that actually listen to us, uh, yeah, leave leave those ratings, boost us. Oh yeah, tell us on the yeah. Oh, you us the, into uh, the stratosphere, <laughs> or at least a better better uh, notice. We typically do episodes. Uh, we typically do podcast episodes once every other week. We are trying to increase that along with other, as I said, other programming. So, as I said, regardless where you are. Regardless of how you're keeping up with, uh, would prefer to keep up with us. So uh, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, hit the uh, follow button on um, on Twitch or the subscribe button on YouTube so you can get any uh, notifications whenever we add something new. Anyway, that's it. We're done. 
Yeah, we have a, we have the holidays to enjoy, don't we, guys? Um, and maybe next time uh, we do this, uh, we do a video. You know, uh, Kevin and uh, Mo can have a real background. <laughs> I guess we could have found something more festive, right, Mike? Yeah, I know, I know. This is this was last second, and we, this is uh, unfortunately a work in progress. Anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you during Boxing Week next week. Have a good night.